and welcome to the Game Raven Review Podcast. I am your host, Sam, and I am joined by one individual this week um, to talk about the world of indie games, and today's topic will be talk- we'll be talking about game testing. But before we get into any of that, let me introduce you all to Bro. Bro, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm glad you're having me right now. It's going to be a blast. I'm glad you are here as well, because if you weren't, I guess it'll just be me. <laughs> um, but bro, thank you for joining uh, joining me. I was going to say us. Thank you for joining me this week. Again, this will be pretty much a shorter podcast this week. If you listen to last week's podcast, it's going to be a lot shorter than that one. So I hope you all will stay tuned for the entire show. And I'll see you on the other side where we'll talk about what we've been playing. See you there. Welcome back to the game of Raven Review podcast with what we are playing. And again, self-evident. Basically, talk about what we've been playing for the last week or so. I haven't played anything, sadly. Um, um I've watched a few playthroughs of something called Poppy's Playhouse, which is very interesting to me. It basically is a indie game where you have to figure out where all your old co-workers used to be. And why are they missing now? Why is that Muppet slash Teletubby trying to attack you? Um, I think it's kind of cool looking. I can't wait to see what else happens. Um, but bro, what have you been playing? I can't believe you haven't played anything. That's crazy. <laughs> I've <laughs> not uh, a theme here at yeah. all. <laughs> so I now that I think about it a little bit more, so I guess I did hop in on that crab game bandwagon. Yes. Actually. I was uh it's free on Steam, so if you want to check it out, I'm pretty sure it's a single dev, uh, single team, everything like that. It's just, you know, just piggybacking off of the uh, the Squid Games thing, except it's called Crab Game, you know. I guess they're both 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 sea creatures, you know. It's it's pretty close. Uh, they're both games. Uh, you both die or not die, and you win money. But it's pretty fun to play with a uh, with like a bunch of people. I think we had about eight people at uh, the peak. When we were playing, so it was pretty cool. You can always hop in and play with like 30 plus people, which is insane. Uh, other than that, I was playing. I, I finally beat my Pokemon Emerald Nuzlocke. It took me seven tries. But dude, we had Gyarados out there. Pepe Daddy is what chat named him. And it was it was awesome. <laughs> I had I had I had a full dude. He was Ice Beam, Thunderbolt, Earthquake, Dragon Dance. Unstoppable. I was I was able to solo the Elite Four with him. It was amazing. Um, I had I did have some you know there's some other honorable mentions of Pokemon that I had in there that definitely helped out, but Pepe Daddy was uh, number one for sure. And then of course you know catch me playing a little bit of Halo Three still. Uh, I've been meeting a lot of uh, new people that are playing it even on the uh, New Zealand side, which is crazy. A couple of my Kiwi friends out there, so shouts out to them. Their servers though I have very bad lag, so I just look like a a super big noob but yeah so that's what i've been playing getting into it's been a lot of fun oh i've always wanted to do a nuzlocke at the end of the day i'm like 
eh. <laughs> like it it's, just <laughs> it's just torture. It's torture. It's just for it's 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 really just content for people to see you suffer. That's about it. You know, you can put a like yeah, just a lot of things behind it and you can give you can give chat kind of some incentive. You're like, hey, if you do this, I will restart the run. Or hey, if you do this, we'll bring a Pokemon back to life. You know, just cool things right, like I've that. Seen those, like gift, you know, this sub and I'll kill my entire team. Like, oh, oh okay. It's or like, thank you, but I hate you. Right. <laughs> or is this your favorite Pokemon? Yeah. Donate $10 and I'll put it in the death, death box. It's like, oh, yeah. I get pretty that. That part is fun. Again, on the individual level where I'm just at home wanting to do a Nuzlocke with no one to see me do it. It's like, and that's a lot of effort. Like it's just That's why I was like I was like, I gotta, you know, I gotta put these on. Something's gotta get recorded. You know, this needs the world needs to see my incredible skill, okay? <laughs> I, I I made it through an entire Pokemon game, you know, not using any not using any items. You know, nobody, nobody fainted because obviously, you know, you know, folks back at home, if you know what a Nuzlocke is, you know, but I think I've explained it a couple of times before on uh, past podcasts. But yeah, it's uh, just Pokemon hard mode, essentially. So definitely worth a check out on those. I would love if, again, Nintendo or Pokemon, whomever, would just add that to the game. Like there's like a setting where you can play like your regular way and or nuzlocke rules or whatever they want to call it hardcore mode or whatever like that i don't know that'd be cool just to have built in versus you know, having seeing, mods or whatever i've been seeing a lot of uh indie devs that are coming out with monster capture games uh similar to pokemon that are that allow that mode to be in the game without a hack or a rom or whatnot what have you so it's been, you know, people, people are learning. You know, if, if Nintendo's not going to do it, they're like, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> Again, the, the Thanos way. Get done, I'll just do it myself. Yeah, exactly. Snap of the fingers. You got a Nuzlocke mode. Right. Well, bro, thank you for telling us what you've been playing. And we'll be right back with the question of the week. See you on the other side. back to the game raven review podcast where in this segment we talk about the question of the week every day in our discord we post a question just to kind of see where everyone's head's at um this week i pulled a question and pretty much just a simple we kind of got out of the spooky scary month but i still like again to pull this question also because we haven't posted a question in a while so this is where <laughs> those questions ended um but yeah um basic question would be what do you find more frightening, visuals or sound effects? For me, atmosphere and sound effects will always beat out visuals. I don't think you really get visuals doing well without sound effects. 
versus if I have sound effects without visuals, I can still hear a thumping, like with um, Poppy's Playhouse, where you just can hear a thumping around of your antagonist, evil Teletubby attacking you. And even if I don't see him roaming around in a vent while I'm trying to run away from him, I can hear him moving. Well, in a visual sense, well, if I don't hear that person doing that, I don't know it's around until it's too late and then he's attacking me. So for me, having that atmosphere, having, again, those sound effects, that eeriness, that quietness sometimes where you're just like, okay, something's going to attack me. I know it will. That's why it's so quiet right now. Is always going to beat out visuals for me. Um, Bro, what about you? Dude, I I agree with you like 100% on all factors of what you just said. Because now that I think about it, there's one thing that I forgot to say in the what are we playing. We played it for about couple hours uh it was a game called in silence i think that it it already has run its run its course kind of as it was it was pop i remember now that i think about it i remember seeing it on a few youtube playthroughs and that people were really stoked about it but uh it was like 10 bucks a buddy told me he's like hey let's play it i think it's like a six you can have it like a six person game but basically you're being hunted by a i don't even know how to explain it it's like a it's like a bipedal dog demon it's got a disgusting mouth um anyway you're being hunted by that and uh it's it's the same thing it's it's got it hits you know all the all the things right on the head with what you were saying with you know minus visuals that game is is frightening uh at least you know the first beginning a lot of times when when i play scary games i'm like all right i've been scared now i'm not going to get scared from that same exact thing again which is kind of what that happens in that game uh but basically you're like you're crouching around, you're hiding, like any, any sound you make, it will hear you. And uh, you can just hear it stomping while it's just sprinting at you. And like, you open up a drawer, Jack in the Box pops off. And that scared me. I literally threw my mouse across the room when that first happened. But then I was like, all right, now I know that that's going to happen again. It still kind of gets you just because it's a, it's a pretty simple jump scare. But and then it was just like, all right, and you have to like whisper. You have to like whisper. Do a little ASMR. Like you can talk to your teammates, but there's like a there's like a press to talk button, and the monster can hear you unless you're like, okay, we're over here. You know, you have to like whisper into the microphone. But all of a sudden, it'll just be like thundering and lightning, just out of nowhere, which is really cool because the monster, you know, feeds off sound, so you can be as loud as you want while it's thundering and lightning. So it's kind of like, oh sweet, now I can like run around and I'm I'm set. And there's like uh it it kind of gives off that vibe of what was that movie um with john krasinski i I forget what the movie's called but basically they're like running away from monsters um that feed off sound and they just like chase you is that what it's called a quiet place either way it's 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 Mm -hmm. similar in that aspect i don't think the monsters look the same because it's it's disgusting but like i said it if, if that game didn't have like if like if it was just like a normal bunny that came out and killed you with like that ambient sound and like the stomping while it's sprinting after you. I think the game would be just as scary, except in this one, they've got it. <laughs> it has a very large mouth <laughs> to eat your head, but it's yeah. So that, I mean, that's the kind of things like, I don't, I don't really think visuals scare me too often. You're always like, Ooh, that's gross. But if you got like a spooky strings instrument playing in the background, you know, like, or just complete, and utter silence and all you hear is like the crunching of snow under your feet 
and then all of a sudden you just hear someone just sprinting at you that's that's terrifying that'd be also terrifying in real life like just oh, you're walking exactly. somewhere and all of a sudden you hear someone running after you it's like wait well, mm-hmm. who, where are you coming from who is that yeah exactly i don't say and i've also seen uh, one, of, one of the creators i i watched played this as well and i remember seeing like you said that bipedal dog or whatever monster with big mouth and just being like that's no that's just weird looking but like you said like it's the opening a drawer and like fireworks are going off or whatever and it's like who just made noise let me (laughs) i'm gonna pull up i want to pull up the picture of what the in silence thing looks like just so you can get it in your head because oh i found it okay here we go i found a good picture for you i'm gonna copy this i'm gonna show it in the discord here if i can find it live reaction guys live yeah i know i'm trying i'm i'm trying to get it uh unfortunately i'm in 70 discords but here we go so podcast i just have it under podcast and then here's what it looks like do you see it yeah i also remember seeing this camouflage business in that game too which just just makes me laugh oh yeah you can you can get like a ghillie suit and i think that helps you out a little bit but it's it's definitely more fun i would say so we played against the ai and we had it on like normal or hard and once we figured out what we're doing it was pretty easy to like get through normal without you know getting blasted um but then when we had they're like okay let's have a buddy play the monster and he's like dude this is so easy he's like i can see pretty much wherever you guys are like when you (laughs) when you barely make a sound he's like this is so we i think we had a lot more fun playing against it was it was challenging enough against the ai uh in a game like this and then it was uh and then when you got into a you know hard difficulty, it was it was much more challenging. But when you're playing against like a human that like knows how to like use a monster's tactics, it was pretty much impossible to win the game. Like I almost won, but uh, I was just like crouch walking everywhere. And with the AI, I could like crouch right next to him, and the AI couldn't see me. But when I would watch my buddy, I had his stream up, and he could see like what he sees. It was basically like. The monster just really needed glasses. The monster was not blind. <laughs> the monster just needed glasses because he's like, as soon as the monster gets into an area where there's like a light, he can see very well, actually. So I was like, ah, oh, this is dumb. And also the name of the monster is called a rake. So that's I don't even know what you would call this, but it's got some it's got some spiky claws and like a really I don't know the way that this picture is. It looks like that's not its mouth, but that's definitely its mouth. <laughs> it, it had a mouth and. In- Something happened very tragically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just has a really big mouth now. Oh, man. Yeah, so that was one. That was the, the last very scary game, quote unquote, game that I played. Um, but, you know, I would put things under like, you know, Dead Space. Dead Space series definitely were really that that stuff's more like it has all of them. Like you said, like the ambience, the music and also the visuals. But like but a game like um i i don't really want to say it but somewhat like little nightmares i file it i find that one a bit more like i feel like this is the wrong word but like cute i guess for visuals you know what i mean because it's not like this stuff's more like gore and like shock factor visuals but with uh little nightmares it's kind of like this is just creepy you know in a cute makes... kind of package. Yeah, it is somewhat, somewhat. I, I feel like cute's not the right word, but it's, you know what I mean. Whoa. Like, comparatively to a 
a disgusting, gory, visual, ambient game, spooky game. And then when you have it to where it's like, okay, this isn't, this is scary, but it's not like shock factor scary, I suppose. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot like that. I think there's a, t- a ton of games like that out there. Cause like, what was it? Uh, I watched a buddy do a playthrough of he played he played the first Dead Space crazy, which came out in what a game came out in 2010, nine. Either way, um, <laughs> there's a part where the necromorphs, if you've never played it, this might be spoilers, but uh, they take over like babies. You're like in a in a like a infirmary or not an infirmary. What is it called? Where's the babies are nursery and uh, it's basically and uh you can the music in the background he's like dude do you hear that it's like very very subtle but you hear like you hear like uh like a nursery jack-in-the-box playing really slowly and you hear like babies (laughs) laughing and like crying and and like thinking about when i played that game like 10 years ago i was like dude i do not remember that but that is like that's prime like ambience you know and like like sound like sounds for a scary game and also came out 2008. Oh, 2008? Okay. Wow. I was kind of close. <laughs> Still in that realm. And getting a remake? I didn't... Did I know about this remake happening? Wait, when's the remake coming out? Must be 22. And then what else? Like, and then there's also, like, Phasmophobia. That one has the ambiences and some of the spookiness. But uh, I wish Taz was here because we have had this agreement to where it was like... I mean, I know they're coming out with updates, but we both agreed that we're like, I didn't understand the hype behind it. I'm like, why? Dude, some people are like level 800 or 1,000. And I remember I got to like level 20. And I feel like I played enough of that game to understand, all right, this is what I'm doing for the rest of the game forever. (laughs) And uh, it was just pretty much like you go in and then you either die or you figure out what ghost or demon or whatever it is, and then you get out and then you get points and money to buy more things to to do the exact same thing that you just did which that's yeah that's what in silence is like and you know and but i just i i'm curious what else they could add to kind of make it a little more immersive i suppose and especially being again still somewhat early i'm sure right again they're taking feedback that's and more. hopefully updating the game i mean that's what i like about indies and like poppy's playhouse where it's episodic so again next episode won't be out until early 22 but by that time if there was a problem with the first chapter you should be able to fix it or at least be able to address it in some way to be like okay we can fix this for the next for the next update for the next chapter of our game so you don't have to you know have everyone like oh this game sucks i keep breaking at whatever point of the game it's like okay feedback was taken and they changed it or updated it or made it right which We suppose we don't like that kind of feedback where it's like this game, game dumb, change. <laughs> like, I mean, look at me. Oh, I am over here like heavily opinionated, but at least I, you know, I'm thinking of something that could be different, I suppose. Or like, well, there's a difference between saying something's dumb and just Uga, period yeah. versus saying, okay, this Uga, is, Uga. Uga, you know, Uga, reason game. why Uga. game dissatisfied me. Point one. And it's just, you know, ghosts weren't scary or the sound design was kind of off or again this part of the game makes no sense like it's there's a difference between me just blatantly calling something stupid versus giving reasons being like okay well this is why i didn't like the game and it's not like trying to insult the dev or anyone like that it's just this is my opinion you know this is 
how this is my experience through your game, and I'm going to explain why I did not like it. Versus, again, deaf, dumb, say bad thing that will get me canceled in five years. And be like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's got to be five years now? I guess that's kind of like the turnaround rate, right? Well, you five gotta have that, like, that tweet <laughs> that you did like five years ago that surfaces back up again. That's true. You'd be like, ah, that tweet. Oh man, I could get in. I could get into some cancel stuff right now, but let's not do that. Let's not. Again, <laughs> thank you again, bro, for your answer. And if you all would like to answer questions like this as well, please join our Discord by going to GameRavenReview.com and a link to our Discord will be right on that page. And we'll be right back with the main segment of the podcast. See you there. And welcome back to the Game Raven Review Podcast with our main topic for this week while we talk about game testing. Now, a little bit behind the scenes here. We was, we weren't, we was. Look at that. We were. We was. We we was. (laughs) We were going to have a guest on. Sadly, our schedules weren't able to congeal into a good schedule. So that is no longer the case. So right now, me and bro are just going to kind of talk about our past experiences. We both have kind of game tested in the past and just kind of see how that goes. I really um, wish when you said congealed that it was like our schedules didn't congeal into like a nice jelly of podcast. I was thinking of some kind you, of dessert, like, and I just couldn't find one. I, I just had to say it. It, it was all I was thinking about when you said congealed. I was like, jelly. I guess I could have said jelly. jello. Yeah, like, jello. Was, like in my head, I was, I, I was thinking about pies and I'm like, what pie though? What the pie congeal? And then it was just like, eh, I don't have enough time for this. I'll, I'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Oh man. Ah, so game testing. Oh uh, yes. So I game tested quote unquote, AKA play testing. I think what they called it back in the day um, for a company called TXQ, which some of you all might know as like THQ Nordic, I think is now still existing. Um, back in like 2014 or so, they, I believe, stopped existing as THQ. Um, and the experience wasn't horrible. Um, at first, like I said, it wasn't really game testing. Like I wasn't an employee of THQ. If you search my name, you won't find it in any of the credits by any means. Right. right. But they would have us come in on weekends to pretty much test their games. So, like, the original Darksiders and their sequel, we, we tested. Um, Homefront, which was a first-person shooter TXU had, we tested. Um, UFC 2, I've, I don't remember, whatever one UFC TXU had, we game-tested that as well. And, and you're able part- to talk about these games that you've tested? Yes. You didn't have to sign anything? I mean, I did, but I, that's also like a decade ago, so I don't know. Oh, you know, okay. And they also don't exist. Who's going to come after me? THQ doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that's true. Okay, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) I don't know. Like, (laughs) if I'm in trouble, I'm sure they'll come find me and tell me, how dare you? And I'm like, you stopped paying me, though, which I'll get to that. Right. (laughs) 
okay yeah anyway go on i was gonna say because i was like when we get to me go on go ahead (laughs) right i believe i did sign that at the time again i i don't know what the rules of that would be after a company does not exist and then reappears as a nordic version of them of themselves so yeah i guess honey shrug that's a very it's a kind of a gray area i suppose i'm I'm sure some lawyer would be like no it's not i'm like well it sounds like it to me yeah (laughs) um but again like i yeah i was just gonna say for me it was like i'm not even gonna say the company i'm not even gonna say anything but you know it um yeah those people i had dude i had to sign two nda agreements and they were so aggressive about like you can't talk about I was like, but can I talk about like this? And they're like, well, if you think you're breaking it, you're breaking it. And so like, and they're even like, I was like, even if I don't work there anymore, I can't talk about it. And they're like, uh, no, because then you can be like blacklisted from NDA agreements because you broke an NDA before. And they were saying the worst thing that could happen, you can go to jail or something or like a fine. I was like, geez, dude. And then after working there, I'm like, this is blown way out of proportion. (laughs) People talk so, about this all the time. What do you mean? Not, not, not necessary. Just like, just like what I saw and what I ended up doing was like, this is ridiculous for that. I need that. It's this. It's like this area 51 bull. Man, talking about like the games, like the atmosphere themselves, they were fine. Like the quote unquote, I guess, supervisors or the people who were over us. I think it was weird that I'm like, Hey, this big company doesn't have their own game testers. Like, why are you hiring, yeah. like, randoms from the street? Which I appreciated because, you know, at the time I was in college, so it's like, I, I'll take a small paycheck to, you know, break your game. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. And at first it was fine, you know, again, going through your home fronts and things of that nature, because I guess that, that part of the NDA would be true, it, or whatever the th- thing I signed, where it's like, home front wasn't out yet, you know, so... I got to see that before it came out or before it was like fully announced. And so, yeah, if I was to then go out and be like, yo, man, I just played this game at THQ. It's going to, it's going to be great. Everyone's going to play it. And it, no one really played home front and cared. Um, but it's just one of those, like th- that part probably was part of that. I remember game testing Darksiders 2, which was the death. That, that one, first one was war. And then the second one I believe was death. And, Again, just coming in on the weekends, playing that, and then getting paid, you know, an actual check. And then around the end of my, I guess, tenure there, they stopped paying us with money. So, you know, before you got a check and you get to deposit that, they started paying us in game. Which I and feel I like, like that's, that's weird and, and like against the law. <laughs> I also would agree because <laughs> I remember they first did that. Like, yeah, you can pick any two games. I want to say like Warhammer was out or like Space Marines, or I forgot what it was, I think it's Space Marines 2 or something. And I'm sitting here like, excuse me? like, Oh, because, you know, it's a $60 value, so, you know, you can trade that in or do whatever, you know, and still get this, you know, get about $120. I'm like, This game isn't going to bring my water back alive. It okay. really will not. Because, <laughs> like, and it, it became a struggle, too, because I could, well, I couldn't go, because it was also sealed, right? So it was a sealed game. So it was, quote, unquote, new but I couldn't take it anywhere because again, I don't have a receipt for it because they again, didn't really give out like pay stubs, you know, especially for pay stubs for games. Was it like I, it had the big sticker on it? 
and it was like this is a thq copy like no not no. for resale type thing okay it was shrink wrapped and just given okay it was just like like it, it fell off the back of a truck which oh that seems sketchy <laughs> exactly so when you go so when i would go to like gamestop or walmart and try to like not trade it in you know like not trade it in but like I guess return it or even for GameStop, like trying to like, hey, this is a brand new copy. Look, it's shrink wrapped. They would all look at me and be like, so what back of truck did you find this? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's just very that's just weird. And also another gray area that. <laughs> right. And so that's a lot of like, gray areas going on a company that uh, went under. <laughs> and that's when I knew we were going under is when I stopped getting paid and being like, and I don't I don't get why they're paying this by game, especially when they didn't like if that was always how it was, you know, I get it. I'm not a real game tester. It would kind of make sense. Yeah. But I mean, with <laughs> so for what yours was, I mean, paint me just a, a small picture. You actually just went in and you played this game, right? Is that all you did? Uh, we also had to write reports. Um, OK, basically they had different parts of the game set up for us to play through like a hundred times or whatever. And pretty much if we found a bug or can find a bug to then report on it, to also report on our experience of the game. Did you have to sense. like write it down? Did you have to send in these reports? Did you have, yeah. um, we, I don't know what program we were using. Were you in I'm, teams? Was there like a, no teams, basically everyone had their own station. Uh, we all kind of did our own thing. And they're like, this is what you're doing today or no. Pretty much. Okay. Like this is this is home front. You are playing an hour within the game or whatever, whatever. You play this for the next two hours. If you find here's a report after like the like I guess after 30 minutes, whatever you get done with the level, you would have to write a report on it. Basically, if you found anything, any bugs, whatever. Um, and then from there you would submit that and do it again. And pretty much until your time was up or lunchtime or whenever. To then be like, all right, well, that's it for the day, guys. Here's your that's copy cool. of. Yeah. <laughs> How long ago was this, though? Oh, this was like turn of 2010. Okay, so I mean, mine was fairly recent, and they call it now a uh, quote unquote certification testing, not game testing, not playing games for money. It was like some days I would play the game, yes. Um, I would play it as far as I could go, but most times it was like I wouldn't even get past the start screen, if you know what I mean. I would right. I'd be like, okay, does the volume work? Do the languages work? Do I was like, can I unplug and replug in my controller? Will it work? It was just it was just what the company standards were for being able to sell this title under the company. Essentially, that was pretty much what it was. And it was very boring and a very interesting workplace for sure. I was like, I, I was telling, I was talking to my dad about it like a while ago, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I could never do a desk job. I was like, this is what it is. He's like, this is a desk job. It just sounds better because I'm playing video games, right? But and that's the sometimes I'm not behind playing. It. Yeah, and there's and there is, and even then, it was like, am I even really playing a video game? <laughs> no, you're finding bugs. It wasn't even finding bugs. It was like, and the thing is, when I would find a bug, it was like, oh, God, I found a bug. <laughs> I have to, like, fill out, like, write up this whole, like, bug sheet. And it was just, 
silly. Not for me, anyway. I would definitely like to do uh, something more fun than that. Yeah, like, again, for me, like I said, it wasn't horrible. Because, again, it wasn't, again, a 9 to 5 for, for what I did, right? It was the, I came in, did my, you know, hours for that weekend, and I'm out. I remember finding a bug in Darksiders 2 that was never fixed, by the way. Um, of you had like these ghosts that would go and do things for you. Like, Hey, I can't reach that lever. Hey, ghosts go fix that lever for me. And so the ghost would go over there and do it. Me believing that a ghost should need a platform to walk on decided, all right, ghost go over there. <laughs> I don't need to lower that bridge. Why would I do that? You're a ghost. You don't need a bridge. And then ghost is like, Oh, but I do though. And then fell into the nether and kind of never came back and they had like these like save points or whatever where you can like re-up your ghost you know if like they went too far away you can always bring them back well sadly since there was no kill box at the bottom of like that level that ghost is now just i guess falling still to this day <laughs> and i'm like hey guys you know writing up the report like yeah this is this is happening and the guy was like all right show me how you did it and I'm like all right cool 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 and then I'm like, I remember the game coming out and being like, all right, well, they must have fixed it because, I mean, that's kind of a problem if one of my main mechanics is now gone because there's no kill box or whatever for that <laughs> for that ghost. And I just remember like watching someone's playthrough and that happening and being like, y'all didn't fix that at all. Like, at, like oh, cool. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> And looking up here, it looks like they went bankrupt in 2013, which is around that time. Like 2011, 2012 is when I was doing this. And that's when, again, we stopped getting paid. And apparently a year later, they went bankrupt. That's just so much. It's <laughs> I feel like the differences in the places that we worked were just like so crazy. Because like you said, like it's the idea, like you said, like, like you tell someone, oh, what, what do you do? Or I work for like game company X. And like, oh, man, you play video games all day. And it's like sure like that's not really what i do but yeah like it's it's the idea that oh you must you know love your job which like like you said it's a desk job like you're literally sitting at a desk for hours at a time like you said not really even really playing the game like you're finding whatever issues or like doing compliance or whatever part of the game you're working on you're not really playing the game you're trying to do your task for that game to pass. Yeah, oh, that's man. that's pretty much what it was. And it was just like <clears throat> it was very strict rules on how everything needed to be done. And it just it made me realize I was like, man. Before I started, like working here, I was like, this is. um, I was like, some people must have really messed up working here for the there to be this much like security rules, what have you with everything it just it was it i don't know it was just it was an awkward work experience but i'm glad i have it and it's a fun story to tell i suppose agreed like i look at most of my past and say you know did i have a great time here maybe not but it's still i leave with some kind of experience something that helps me in the future maybe not make certain decisions again which i thank all my pasts for you know even working with thq the idea that eventually I should have said something about, hey, why are you paying us in games and not with money? Yeah, you know, like, that's why is really it, weird. Like, are you trying to keep this off the books? Like, what, 
what's happening. And so when, when I hear the rumors and stuff online starting saying, hey, I think THQ is going under, that to me is when it clicked. It's like, oh, that's what's happening. And I don't know, like for me, like different work environments, not even just like this, just I never want to be in a situation where I'm looking at my paycheck and being like, now, why is this not right? And then not saying something. Because at that time I was younger. I, you know, like I said, I was in college. So again, whatever money you know I could get on the side, great. As a older adult now, I have bills to pay. I have things to do. I, you know, I can't sit here and be like, oh, my job isn't paying me. Oh, that's okay. I'll take this Walmart gift card instead of like an actual payment or whatever. Like, no. Like, why are you not paying me an actual money? Like, oh. Yeah, it was. I guess what we're saying is that game testing, not fun. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably, probably it's probably. So, it, it, yeah, no, it's probably fun for some people, but definitely wasn't my cup of tea. Um, it was also it was a terrible commute as well for me as well. Yeah, it's just, it was like. Depending on when I left, it was like, oh, I can leave and I'll get there in 25 minutes or oh. If I or if I leave now, it'll take me 40 minutes. It was just like, yeah. Crazy how traffic do that. Hate traffic. I I know. I don't miss it at all from working from home. I just so happy. Oh, man. But yeah, man, I think like I said, I think game testing is important. I believe having again, those individuals who do enjoy this job, figuring out bugs or, you know, trying to get compliance to go down correctly. So when I do get the game, as we mentioned earlier, your game isn't just filled with issues like Bethesda, no offense to Bethesda, like, but Bethesda's known for releasing a game. And then like a week later, here's like a, a hundred gig <laughs> update because again, everything's kind of broken and we fix it later. Like to me, having those game testers, having someone in there figuring things out, making sure everything, you know, is up to code. So when you do release your game, even if there's something that does come along, you know, down the road of, hey, we missed this one thing. Oops. It's not your game is broken. And we all look at you like Cyberpunk 2077 being like, what is this? What went wrong? <laughs> and why? <laughs> it's like, what happened here? Oh, uh, man. But yeah, like I, like I said, I think it's important. I think even if you're not the big name on said game, again, you being, you know, the cog that keeps this machine going is important. Yeah, know? it's like, true. Just wasn't for us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot more to say about just game testing that I can say, I suppose. I mean, there was there's definitely some some fun titles. Well, yeah, because they were like, even if you're if you don't. Like, even if you don't work for the company anymore, you are still um, held liable for what you say about right. about whatever. And me, caution to the wind. Just Yeah. <laughs> right? I know. Oh, well, I man. guess your company went under, so it doesn't... Again, who's going to come after me? The Nordics? Somebody's <laughs> going to come after you. Somebody. That'd be keep the me best. Got to keep <laughs> me posted <laughs> on that. Like, all right, guys, so uh, Sam won't be the host anymore for the game game raping he um has some legal issues he has to deal with um i guess it'd probably just be more of a fine i think like i don't, I don't think yeah it would probably just be a fine hopefully it's not a ridiculous fine 
I I was like, well, you you still owe me hundreds of dollars from those games you gave me. So make the difference out, and I'll do that. Like, didn't pay me enough for what I did. <laughs> well, oh, I think I was more upset about the NDAs because I was like, dude, I like stream and talk to people like all the time, right. like how my day went, and I can't. I just like, yeah, I uh, I did this today. End of discussion. <laughs> so what about those other ten hours? Don't worry about ah, that. Nah. It's like I had a I had a cup of noodle at lunch. Ooh, <laughs> what were you doing during before lunch though? Sitting in a chair, what? sitting in a chair, existing, <laughs> existing, hardly, existing. hardly existing. Existing is oh. a strong word for what 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 I was doing. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh man, yeah. Uh, honestly, that's kind of all I have for it. Like again, I think it's important. Um, if you are a young game tester or a young indie dev out there, I think having someone play your game whether it be again even like a friend or a buddy or someone who has past experience you know having that person there to kind of just weed, look, weed a few things out i think would take your game to the next level versus releasing something that again sadly might have a lot of bugs in it and kind of sit here and be like well did you game test it and it's like oh compliance I like kind of <laughs> <laughs> right i mean my mom you know she said she liked it it's like all right well did you get more than your mother like just having, like I said, having a few people game test to me would be beneficial. And I, again, like I said, if, if you are indie, if you are, again, first time going out there, I think it's a good way to start. If you want to get into video games in general, I think that's a good way to start. Again, I will say it is not for everyone. So if you do find it miserable, now you know, and hopefully you can find something that will better fit you. I mean, we're two for two with misery on that, so... We are. <laughs> we are. Oh, man. So, bro, do you have anything else you would like to add? No. I mean, I think we pretty much got most of what I can. I think I pretty much got most of what I can say about my experience. Yeah, um, I think I've squeezed you know. all the juice I had as yeah. well. Squeezed all the juice right into the jello. Right into the jello. <laughs> so it can congeal together. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Oh, man. Going full circle on that. See, again, I love a joke that goes full circle. Oh, right. Well, again, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Game of Raven Review Podcast. I've been your host, Sam. You can find me on all social media under Sam Said It DFW. And, bro, where can they find you? If you type in B R O T U Z A K, uh, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and uh, that's where I'll be. I stream Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that's twitch.tv slash brotuzak. Come check it out. And as always, you can find Game Raven on Twitter and Twitch at GameRavenReview and GameRavenReview.com. And also join our Discord. Until next time, have a fantastic week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. game.